1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another outstanding edition of Ghost Chronicles the Next Generation. I am Ron Court, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the most unbelievable. New England's <laughs> own bad Helsinki. With me, of course, all the way from the land of the East Bridgewater. Is that amazing blonde bombshell herself and Carrigan? Woohoo! Wow, what an intro! Whoop-de-doo. Thank you. I'm amazing. Amazing. I'm amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Grace, move over. We have Ann. <laughs> amazing Grace, so we got amazing Anne. So anyway,
0: <laughs> you know what?
1: I, I, I when I started doing the opening, I can't believe I've been doing that opening for oh my god Ever? it's almost 20 years i think oh crap close. oh it can't be 20 beginning of the 2000 i bet you i don't know i've lost wow, track. Of
2: 17 it. right whatever it is
1: <laughs> a long time a long time <laughs> that's all right so, that's all right it's so funny i still have the cassette remember cassettes uh vaguely yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's how we used to get the shows from the station the station would give us a cassette they actually recorded it
2: oh my Is that, god really Isn't yeah that so it, yeah. It,
1: it was it was an AM station and uh, that was my, my first radio show it was an AM station and um, they would broadcast live of course but then they would make a copy of the show off the radio <laughs> on a cassette
0: okay.
1: <laughs> and, and I remember my first show and, and, I, and I started the, the show with uh, Maureen, Maureen is, uh, was my co-host back then, mm-hmm. uh, and for, for many, many years, actually, and uh, w- she was late, <laughs> so I got the and the first radio show I had ever done hosting, I, I had done others as a guest, but never hosting, and I was like, oh, this is Ron uh, Cole again, <laughs> uh, 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 we, we, we got a good show, I, uh, I think. Oh, I, find <laughs> that, I find that hard to believe. Oh, i got to dig it out. You know what? we got to play that sometime. You should. That... I would laugh.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, I can't really... even... I, I can't picture you ever being tongue-tied. Like, ever.
1: Really? Really. I'm a shy boy, you know. Mm, really? I, was... I had no clue. Yeah, I was voted one of the most shy in high school. Really? Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, okay. I think you're pulling my chain, but whatever. Oh, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Whatever you say, whatever you say. True story.
1: Very shy, very shy. A
2: lot of boys were shy back in the 1800s,
1: so, you know. Especially with the the gentlest sex, you know. Uh,
2: Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Was it clicky in high school when you were in high school? Of course. High school's always clicky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. We'll always be... I mean, even you click—you have clicks wherever you go.
1: This is true. You
2: have work clicks. Yeah, Church clicks.
1: They church. Church clicks. I, I was amazed at that, but yeah, they have church clicks. Of
2: mm-hmm. No, oh ho oh, oh, ho! I'm holier than you. Uh, you can't associate with me, man.
1: I've been doing this longer than you have. blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's paranormal clicks. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Go down the road. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know why people are like that, but uh, whatever. So.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. No. Human nature.
1: Yeah. I wasn't right? a bully and I wasn't a jock. So, uh, and I would, didn't want to be just like nobody. <laughs> so I, I, we had our own little, uh, click.
2: Yeah. yeah. What yeah. click was that? Uh,
1: it was just the, a click. The you know, nobody click? No, it was much <laughs> nobody. People know who we were. <laughs> Oh, wow. all right. I'll just. They leave knew
2: it. who you were, and they got out of your way.
1: Uh, right? not really like that. Not really like that.
2: No, no I I'm just kidding. No,
1: kidding. no. it was <laughs> it was different. High school is different. So, anyway.
2: Yes, yes I know.
1: But oh. anyway, we've got a lot of neat things to talk about. We're going to have a guest yes. in the second half of the show. We're going to have uh, Jennifer Hooby-Doob or whatever her name is, and uh, Jennifer <laughs>
2: Doob Hoobie
1: doo,
2: doo, okay. I can't,
1: I can't say her name. I always screw it up. So oh. Jennifer Smith, She she works for the Berkshire. Uh, shit, what's the name of the shirt? Ooh, did what? I? Say that?
2: <laughs> You're not supposed to swear. Stop.
1: That. Yeah, I know. No, it's not. It's a thing. <laughs> okay. Anyways, it's uh uh yeah. She works for the Berkshire. What was the name of that thing? Transcript, transcript. I
2: can't help you since it wasn't on our our uh, Facebook page. so yeah. Really?
1: Wasn't it wasn't? I didn't post it?
2: No. no it's, I, just uh, learned,
1: I just learned like five, no, ten, ten minutes before the show.
2: So. Uh, you see you see how it goes here at Ghost Chronicles Next Generation? So this is pretty much how it, it rolls. Oh, really? <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. You think yeah. that's the way. Alright. Well, if you believe that, then fine. I won't talk to about our guests for next week. Oh... All right, if you think Whatever. I just do everything, spur them out. Which I do, by the way, everyone. Yes, but I know you do. Don't tell them that. <laughs> don't tell them that.
2: He makes me crazy. I have to plan everything out. I'm a planner. I'm a list maker. Mm. I I don't... I can't fly by the seat of my pants. It's just... And, and Ron shows up and he's like, Oh, okay, let's do this. And I'm like, what? That wasn't the plan. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of spontaneous i guess is the world and be- then
2: i'm all flustered then i'm all flustered. no
1: i've never seen you You're oh honest.
2: yeah right okay
1: i mean you've gotten used to me i'm sure you have
2: You give me anxiety i don't yeah. have anxiety but you give me
1: anxiety that's fine <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh is that marla in our in our uh, our friend marla she's in our chat room yeah
1: Hi, I know. marla it's the west coast witch
2: I know. Look at all the people—Ghost Girl and John and
1: Nate. She's here to, to check up on me. Marla, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, she just wants to make sure that I announce that I will be on her show tomorrow. Oh, in in the Quadrum at, not Sterling the Quadrum. Okay, Sterling the Cauldron During at the- uh, the- nine o'clock on Pararex. So there you go, Marla. You don't have to listen anymore. Oh, you wow. Can go away and suck on your pina coladas or whatever you're doing. <laughs>
2: Curb your enthusiasm, my friend. I'm I like, know it. But Goodness, if I was Marla, I think I'd call you up and say, hey, <laughs> got another guest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wished she had another guest. She tried to dump me already, but I, oh, I, uh, I don't blame whatever. her. Ah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I actually have a, uh, but I am. I will be on Stirring the Cau- Cauldron tomorrow night at 9 o'clock on Pararex with uh, Marla Brooks and you stay uh, up I that late? Excited. Nine o'clock? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I get up early, too.
2: I'm that's boy. That's tough when you're old to stay up that late. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
1: you. I'll gum you to death.
2: Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Anyway. She says she did not try to dump you already,
1: so just stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, how you feeling? you sure you're okay to do the show? Uh-huh. you sure? Hint, 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 hint.
2: Oh, you know, you are getting closer and closer to the edge of that guest list.
1: We're edgeless. Guest list.
2: <laughs> the one you used to be on.
1: I wish I had a guest list.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but anyway, speaking about guests, our guess yes. next week on this very radio show will be someone who... I always considered a mentor, even though I'm older than him. Uh, the man who invented the paranormal, the hottest working man in paranormal, uh, Jeff Belanger. Jeff oh, will be with us.
2: My God. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh God. Toginet, you better install some more phone lines, because the phone's going to be ringing off the hook.
1: No, no. I, I, I only allowed him to go on if he doesn't promote it at all. Oh, <laughs> I do not want him crashing my freaking
2: station. Oh, last time he was on the show. Oh, my goodness. Hi, I've never, Jeff. I, I saw you at Miss oh, Evie Marcos. Yeah. Jeff, can I sit next to you? Can oh, I have Jeff. your baby? You're oh, so cute. Yeah. Can I have your autograph? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can, can I do a take a selfie with me? Jeff, uh, take a selfie with me. Yeah, sign my something or other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We love Jeff. We just love to give him a hard time.
1: Yeah, but really, I've known Jeff for a ton of years. I mean, I've had I had him on my original mm-hmm. radio show it was on AM, the one we were just talking about. And uh, yeah, and I've known, in fact, when I got into the paranormal even before then and uh, I went on the Internet, which was fairly new at that time, there was not that many. Uh, ghost sites all around Uh, Jeff Ledge's Ghost Village which has been running for it's got to be over 20 years Mm -hmm. there and uh, I made contact with him through there and everything else and we've become uh, decent friends Uh,
2: Mm -hmm. you
1: know I I was able to get him to pay for lunch last time we met so I mean
2: wow that's that's pretty good Mm -hmm. wow he tolerates you at this point
1: right well, he feels sorry, you know, that they don't, sorry the, you. don't let me out of the old home very often. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, God, ah, uh, Kolek, I might as well bring him to lunch. He doesn't get out much.
1: That's right. That's right? pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Uh, yeah. So Jeff will be our, our, uh, wow. producer, I guess next week. And, and yes, and I have more exciting news is wow. Jeff- Jeff, how
2: could it be more exciting?
1: Jeff will become a regular part of our show.
2: No way!
1: He'll be doing a little segment for us, uh, and that'll be a regular part of our show. So there you go.
2: Oh, how exciting! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that is big news.
1: Yep, it's big. I, very, I'm happy with it. I, uh, he sent me some. That's ad- great. He sent me some audition tapes today, and uh, I listened to them. Uh, audition? Yeah, audition,
2: yeah. He auditions? You Je- Jeff Belanger auditioned for you?
1: Yeah, he sent me these little audition tapes to, yeah, wow. to see if it was worthy enough to be on my show. And...
2: I thought you said audition at first. I'm like, what was he, you know, adding adding numbers? There could be very well.
1: Four, four plus four, <laughs> plus, yeah, okay. Five, yeah, yeah, no, no audition test. Because, you know, he, he just wanted to make sure he was worthy enough to be on the show, so... Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah, life is good, isn't it? I mm-hmm. am honored. Wow. I I just. So you just
1: take me for granted. That's
2: it. I, I'm so sorry, Van Helsing. I have yeah. truly taken you for granted, and I just want to apologize.
1: Okay, good. Is Milo left editor? Is she still <laughs> hanging around somewhere?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I think she's still in the chat room.
1: Really? She's quite yeah. for punishment. She is. Anyway, she has a great show. Mala's <laughs> show has been actually airing for a long, long time as well, stirring the cauldron on. Uh, it's got to be one of the oldest running shows on PowerX, I bet you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, of course, we mentioned it before, uh, and we'll mention it again, is come the last week of October, we'll be doing a special event with A uh, Three day event uh, on Ghost Chronicles International Ghost. Uh, Let's see, Ghost Chronicles International, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and Stir in the Cauldron. It'll be a, what do you call it? A, a creeper. Oh, well, a threesome. I like it, yes. No, a fur. A fur. I like it, I did yes.
2: not say that. I did. <laughs> you, well, I did not.
1: So. Yeah, so we're still working out the details, but it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Uh, will it will be. It will be. Well. I, I, I couldn't, never mind. Just
2: yeah. stop. Just, just stop it.
1: I was just trying to imagine, but no, it's not working.
2: what's well, not, yeah.
1: No, yeah. no, no, no. So anyways, no, no. um, I have, uh, I have, I wanted to ask you something because I get asked every so often and, and everybody knows that you're like so into cemeteries like oh. of course.
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: she just likes the dead people more than the living, but that's besides point.
2: Sometimes I do. You're one hundred percent right.
1: Especially right now, right?
2: They don't talk back.
1: They Especially just, right now, right? They
2: just lay there under six feet under. Right. <laughs> just like now.
1: Yeah. Just like so anyways, uh how the hell do you really get interested into I mean, because for those who don't know, Anne is a taphophile, which is some fancy word for somebody that goes tramping through cemeteries taking mm-hmm. pictures. And uh, so how did you ever get involved in that? I mean, when did it all start? Ugh, like A while
2: seriously? ago. It's probably been about 10 years now.
1: Yeah, but I mean, how do you how do you turn that into a hobby?
2: I just um, I've always liked cemeteries. Yeah. And I know that some of our, our, our listeners have heard this story before. But I, I grew up across the street from a cemetery. It's where yep. I used to play as a child.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I lived on a busy street, so I didn't have, like, you know, a, a good place to ride my bike or whatever. So I'd go to the cemetery, and it was a big cemetery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd ride my bike up and down all the roads, and I'd stop and look at the gravestones. There was always one in this particular cemetery, the Central Cemetery in East Bridgewater, and um, there was a gravestone there from someone who went down on the Titanic.
0: And Get he, out!
2: He died on the Titanic, and um, they recovered the body. Uh, yes, they did. They did. Um, and now the name went right out of my head. <laughs> good, good. He's good. Uh, he's he's a uh, local artist and uh it'll come to me it'll pop into my head at any moment but as a kid i recognized not the artist's name but the fact that you know the titanic we you know we had heard about the titanic and we used to leave flowers on on his grave although there's varying stories as to whether he is actually buried there Mm. or whether he is buried in england uh but so that was so, uh, something
1: so riddle me this then it, where what is this cemetery where is it
2: in eastbridge water massachusetts
1: so we could visit it yes absolutely okay carry on your story I have, <laughs> i'm, I'm thinking i'm scheming i mean i'm thinking of something
2: you're scheming
1: <laughs> carry on
2: um but so that that is just um and you know we used to to, to just hang out there so that was how i Originally became interested in in cemeteries.
1: Yeah, but how would you make that from jump from that but, to like well, to visit it didn't happen. Doing it as a uh, hobby.
2: Oh, okay. Francis Davis Millette is okay. the artist, and I apologize. I should that should have just rolled off my tongue.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: but he was. A, I was thinking. he was a Titanic victim. Uh, yeah. He has a beautiful stone in the cemetery there. If you go on cemetery tripping and you go to my, uh, a cemetery tripping on Facebook, go to my album on East Bridgewater, look for central cemetery and you'll find his stone in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but as an adult, I didn't really become, uh, so avid about visiting cemeteries and taking pictures until about 10 years ago. And, you know, we used to, uh, have a camper out in central mass. They have a lot of historic cemeteries out there. And one day we just stopped by this old cemetery and I started really noticing and paying attention to some of the carvings and statuary. And I started taking pictures and then I got books. I'm like, I need to learn more about this. I need to, I want to know what does this mean? What does this carving mean? There's a big sheaf of wheat on this, on this tombstone. What, What's the significance of that? There's these clasped hands on this other tombstone. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So I, of course, because I'm the daughter of a librarian, went straight to the library. You were? Yes.
1: I never knew that. That's a yeah. nice thing I've never learned today.
2: Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, all, can... all these new things you learn about me. Yeah, yeah my mother worked at the East Bridgewater Public Library um, for, you know, most of my life. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. So uh and then I would some books on, on Amazon and, and um just learned and read and went to um you know uh lectures and things like that. I, I eventually met There
1: are lectures for these things?
2: Yes, my 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 friend uh Brenda Sullivan of the Gravestone Girls
1: oh, lectures. Yeah. We had her all, on the show before.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah, Brenda's been on the show. Uh she lectures all over. Uh, New England, and that is basically her full-time profession. You know, she she oh, cool. gave up her day job, and this is what she does for a living. She also makes beautiful McDonald's will miss her. Oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> she makes beautiful reproductions of uh, gravestone carvings, like historic, like the Death's Head, which is the skull with the wings, and mm-hmm. and interesting. Historic Stones. Oh, cool. And if you go to the Gravestone Girls, look for them on the internet. um, You will find a lot of really, really wonderful things. She's someone... I've met so many people um, that are also crazy taphophiles like me and love cemeteries and Roxy's Wicker and Brenda and Chip Mangio, who... Restores, he's uh, uh, president of the Friends of Middleborough Cemeteries out here in Massachusetts. And they've restored uh, uh, almost every cemetery in Middleborough. Wow. Cleaned the stones. I've just learned so much. But wherever I go, I try and find a cemetery. We were just on vacation up in Camden, Maine, and I found a great historic cemetery uh, in Lincolnville when we were up there. Uh, This weekend, and there were some great um, gravestones of sea captains in there because it's right on the coast.
1: Oh, it was on the coast? Oh, I I thought it was interior. I'm sorry.
2: Nope, nope. Right on the coast. Um, And so wherever I go, I drive my husband crazy. Yeah. We'll drive by a cemetery like, oh, can we stop? Please, just can we just stop just for a minute? I'll I'll be quick. I promise. (laughs) He's like, uh ah, all right. Usually he finds a tree to lay underneath and he takes a nap or a bench or something <laughs> but that's how I became interested in cemeteries. I mean it was just just kind of happened hmm. just happened you know i it's me <laughs> saw something and and became intrigued by it and learned more about it, like anything else oh. any any anybody who's ever taken up any kind of hobby. Or profession, yeah. Oh, I think he's dying.
1: Hold on. So, so, um, <laughs> so what about grave rubbings? Do you do grave rubbings?
2: I don't do grave rubbings. I, okay. I so have tell,
1: tell people what grave rubbings are, just for our audience, in case they don't. know
2: Well, what it if is. you're gonna do a grave rubbing, um, you need the proper supplies. I mean, when we were when we were kids.
1: Well, you know a, is, for us
2: a grave rubbing is basically you take a piece of paper and it's like rubbing a penny. You put it over the carving of the gravestone and you rub uh, a wax crayon mm-hmm. over the the carving and it makes an impression on the paper. It's like if you put a penny underneath a paper and rubbed it with a, a crayon or a pencil, you'd see it come through on the paper right But you know you have to be careful with grave rubbings because right. historic stones are are old i mean there's a reason that they're they're historic they've been around for two or three hundred years i mean mm-hmm. it depends where you go and you can't just walk up to a gravestone say yep i'm gonna rub this gravestone and go to town because a you it could be a tippy you could knock it over you could mm-hmm. damage it if it's crumbly um there's so much biological damage that happens now you know we have acid rain you have moss that grows on it i mean it's really easy to damage a, a historical stone so it isn't something that you should just just go and do and plus you can get in trouble if if uh really if you're doing that well yeah a lot of right. a lot of towns don't want you to do that you really? know? i didn't know that damage the stone how knock much, it over. the other we thing do.
1: is how, how much is it really enforced well that, that would be the other question too.
2: i i understand that i get that but honestly um my my general attitude is i look i don't touch i take pictures
1: mm-hmm.
2: i don't touch the stone i don't you know it's just it's uh, they can be so fragile uh, how would you like to knock over a a, a two or three hundred year old gravestone? how would you feel yeah I, yeah. When people, when people, when vandals hit cemeteries, I go ballistic.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: go nuts. It's, it's, you, they're irreplaceable. Uh-huh. They're irreplaceable works of art. So, uh, I don't do gravestone rubbings, yeah. personally. I just don't.
1: I remember I did a couple on an investigation that we needed. Uh, one of them was when we went to... uh Oh, it's a long story. It's from the first first book, Ghost Chronicles uh It's how we follow supposedly a, a pair of young child spirits through the woods
0: mm-hmm.
1: and midnight and came across uh an abandoned cemetery and, and found their graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that actually led us to them, so that was kind of cool. That's cool. yeah, it was a cool story, so mm-hmm. but I did grave records at that time just to uh verify the. Stone, so yeah,
2: but, well, you know, all I would ask is that you know, people be really, really careful and conscientious. Oh, sure, respectful.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was with you one time and you thought I was gonna step in a stone, and you just went, ah, <laughs> almost ripped my whatever off. So you were quite annoyed at me, but then uh, again, oh when God. aren't you annoyed at me? <laughs> <laughs> always,
2: always. But it's but. Uh, and you know you need the right materials too if, if you're gonna do grave rubbing the right way so
1: that's, uh, there are there are classes on it right don't you your friends teach grave Rubbing
2: Yes, actually the gravestone girls teach grave rubbing. Um, probably Roxy does too. I would not be surprised I don't, wicker.
1: I don't think she does no I think she's too much involved in her other things.
2: yeah, but I'm sure she knows the proper way to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> But, yes, the the Gravestone Girls do have classes in that.
1: Yeah. So what's their website? Just curious because we're almost out of time. Anyway. Uh, I believe it's gravestonegirls.com. Okay. So there you go. Here's the tunes. We're going to take a break right now. You listen to Ghost Chronicles, Next Generation with Anne and Ron. And when we come back, we'll have our special guest, Jennifer Rubio. And we'll be right back after the following messages.
2: to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. and I'm sorry I don't know the guest names, so Ron's going to have to jump in
1: here <laughs> I just want to make sure she's on the line for us and I have not got a message back so
2: Alright, okay not yet. So not, not yet. yet would
1: be not yet, right? I mean, not
2: yet, not- okay, sorry folks no guests, so we don't have to worry about killing her name Yet Yet yeah <laughs> So did I come in on time on the music this week? Did I get that right?
1: I don't know I no last week you know was, you were yeah, like whatever I was
2: I was, was, I was time early time. Uh, I don't know.
1: I was you know tied up in doing work Excuse
2: Oh me. okay, all right.
1: Working so on the show I
2: listen I, I did double check the the gravestonegirls.com is indeed the correct website address. Check mm. my friends out. They make great gifts.
1: Your friends make great gifts?
2: My friends make great gifts. They create okay, I'll great take gifts. One. They create great
1: this gifts. Is this part of that, uh, <laughs> that uh, trio again or whatever?
2: Uh, hey, just remember your favorite blonde bombshell would love a gift from the Gravestone Girls.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Not to be confused with the Gravestone Centerfolds, which is a whole new goop. No, we're not. We, no. No. All
2: right, here's here's the click is going to be marched out right now. I'm not, no. What? Gravestone Centerfold Girls, no.
1: No, 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 That's a, that's there is a Gravestone Center Girls.
2: Yeah, and I'm not associating with them, sorry. Oh,
1: you're not? No. Nope. No. Have nope. you checked out their website?
2: No. Oh, okay. I don't need to, pretty sure. Just curious?
1: Just curious. Pretty sure. Wow, judging without looking, I can't believe yep. that. <laughs> wow, just because I recommended it? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> but anyways, yes, uh I have been friends on Facebook with the Greystone Center Falls for quite a while.
2: Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. bet you have.
1: Yep. yep. Yeah. They friended me. What can I say? I'm a very huh. friendly person. Yeah.
2: hmm mm-hmm. I'm sure. I
1: yeah. think you
2: had them on the show one week when I was out of town.
1: I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you did. I know you did.
1: (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) That would be a different show, different time.
2: Oh, my goodness. Oh, I think our guest is here.
1: Oh, we have our guest. So joining us now is uh, someone, believe it or not, who I've known for a hell of a long time, and I didn't even realize it until I asked him to be on the show today, and that is uh, Jennifer Smith Huberdo.
3: Yes, it's Huberdo. But that's that's okay. what I said. No one says it right.
1: I, 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 just, I just coughed at the last moment. It was it was a little <laughs> tickle in my throat. Nice, Ron. Cubido. Yep. Cubido. All I was right. Going to spell it, Anne, if you're so smart. Okay. Me? You want me to spell it? Yeah. Spell it, if you're so smart.
2: Cubido. Cubido. Yeah. H. Got that right.
1: H U or H E U. B
2: O D E
1: A U. Not even close. No. No. Damn. hate when that happens. See, I I feel much better, Jennifer. Thank you so much for that. I do appreciate that.
3: It's French, though. It's it's hard.
1: I know. I know. We we have known each other for quite a while, haven't we?
3: Yes. Yes, because I worked for the North Adams Transcript, and I first met you through Josh and Nick Mantello at the Houghton Mansion.
1: Ah. Was that the first investigation there? Were you around at that time?
3: Yeah, I was all the way back then.
1: Oh, my God. That goes way back to the early 2000s.
3: Yeah, I laughed because I was listening to the show, um, and Tom Diagnostino was on, and he referred to me as the North Adams transcript lady. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) hard. (laughs)
1: Could could have been worse, you know.
3: (laughs) I know, I know. So I was was flattered he even remembered our newspaper, which doesn't exist anymore. Uh, It doesn't? No, we were merged with our sister paper, and I now work for the Berkshire Eagle.
1: The Berkshire Eagle. Oh. I knew I was screwed up, so whatever.
3: (laughs) No, it's okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of sad about the Houghton Mansion, huh?
3: Yeah, I've learned that it. It's sold. You know, I was aware that it was on the market, and I heard a couple of weeks ago that the sale was happening. And I know Nick uh, was sharing the other day on Facebook that it was sold.
1: Hmm. Okay. But Do you know who it was sold to or whatever?
3: I've heard rumors, and I've heard that it's uh, been sold to some developers from New York who have a project already in the area and are keen to preserve it.
0: Really?
1: Oh. That would be good.
0: I That's had heard a ru-
1: I had heard a rumor that it was going to be purchased by some co-owner of the the arts college and uh, some musician or something. I, 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 I heard that rumor.
3: So right now, I do know in North Adams that one of the members of Wilco is part of a group that is redeveloping an old hotel, um, and they've doing a really great job with it. I don't know if it's that same group because there are Mm -hmm. a couple um, Mm -hmm. development groups that are buying a property and restoring them.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah,
3: yeah, so it's nice. There's a lot of uh, reinvention going on in North Adams.
1: So one of the reasons that caught my eye and asked you to be on the show today, by the way, you see how I plan way ahead, uh, is that you had posted something actually on my page, which... I was not offended, by the way. Uh, And (laughs) it was about Anne's favorite subject, which is cemeteries. So you want to explain a little bit what that was about?
3: So uh, this weekend we have a gentleman who's coming in to do a graveyard talk about grave art, uh, gravestone art. And I did a preview story for it. It's down in Monterey, Mass. And he belongs to... He was one of the founding members of, and I'm trying to, I always want to say it wrong, but there's an association. Um, the Great, the Association for Gravestone Studies. Stone
2: Studies. Okay, that's what I was just going to say.
3: Yeah, so he was one of the charter members back when it formed uh, in the late 70s, and he's been giving talks, but he's going to be going to summit decim- at least, one cemetery, probably a couple more in Monterey, where they have these really well-preserved stones from the late 1700s and mm-hmm. that have um, the winged skulls on them, and they have mm-hmm. um, the soul effigies. But um, he really studies the stone carvers, and so he has particularly mm-hmm. picked out that there was a stone cutter in the area at the time who was... Um, the little cherub heads are cross-eyed Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so that's how they actually know exactly what stones he was he was cutting at the time
2: yeah yeah
3: you know our end of the state was settled a lot later than the eastern end of the state but it was settled by um, a lot of people who were pushed out of other places like we were settled by the Quakers and the Shakers. We have Rhode Island Baptists that came up here. So there's great headstones up here. Um, and it's, it's really fortunate that we have some of these really old carvings up here. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be taking people through the cemeteries and talking about the stone cutter and talking about um, gravestone art, which we <laughs> actually are fortunate to have a lot of from several different time periods.
2: All oh, right. Definitely. Definitely. Right up
3: your alley in right.
2: Oh yeah, that's awesome. Where where is he going to be?
3: In Monterey Mass.
1: If so you go that, on, if I, you go on my Facebook page, Ann, I posted well, Jennifer posted the article on there so you could actually read more about it, find out about it.
2: Oh, I've I've never heard of Monterey Mass where
3: so, Ann, you've been to the Berkshires, correct? Like Bentford Hall. Yes. Yes. Oh so- yes. Yeah. That's in Stockbridge, so it's actually further south than Stockbridge. It's kind of near the Connecticut border oh. on our end.
2: Oh, okay, all right. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm completely baffled. I'm like, what? I keep thinking Monterey, <laughs> California. <What? laughs>
3: yeah, no, we actually have a Peru Mass too. So people will be like, oh, they're from Peru, and you'll be like, but is a Peru Mass? <laughs> kind of like we have a Florida. Oh, yep.
2: That's funny. Okay. Yep. Um, well, I wish I know. I wish I was a little closer because I'd love to love to go to that. So, uh, okay. So I'm just, I just found this article on Ron's page, which is, um, so the carver was Abraham Collins.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, oh, okay. So Robert Drinkwater is the, the speaker Right. Yeah. Excellent. Okay.
1: Yeah. Why wow. You post, why don't you copy that, share that on our page too? If you... Yeah, I'll definitely
2: um, share this link. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're, we're are uh, in Massachusetts. We just have the most beautiful, most historical gravestones. And I mean, anywhere you go in the country, you're not, I mean, this is where it started, you know, started in Massachusetts. You're not going to find, earlier dates you know anywhere else in the country you're going to find them here you know
3: right and we have some Early. beautiful cemeteries out here with some great uh mm-hmm. carvings in them and we also have the sedgwick pie which is just amazing in itself
2: i've heard about that because ron and i wanted to go see that when we were out um in lennox the yes. other year remember I've- ron the girls had told us about it, but we just never made it out there.
3: Yeah, the, the, that it, it's still an active cemetery. It's actually in the back of the the Stockbridge Cemetery. It's actually still owned by the Sedgwick family, and there's still <laughs> Sedgwicks being buried there. But the great part of that cemetery is that the matriarch and patriarch are buried in the center, and then there are circles of their descendants buried around them and they're all buried. So their feet are facing the matriarch and patriarch in the center. Wow. Because when judgment days comes, they're all going to rise and the first people they see will be members of the Sam- Sedgwick family. They will see their own family.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go. That's and, awesome.
3: Um, you, they have, they still have a certain ceremony that's performed um, with the old, old homestead when a funeral is done and they're still uh, brought to the cemetery by a horse-drawn carriage
2: with Ooh. a pine box on the back. With a what on the back?
3: With their, the, the pine box that they're buried in. Is,
2: <gasps> oh, oh, I down. see. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so, cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool?
1: Yeah.
2: That That's awesome. And so, how wonderful that so they they put them in this big circular area. So yeah, you must be you, able to easily count back how many generations.
3: Yes, and if you go online and just search Sedgwick Pie, you will actually get a website that has uh, the a layout for how they're they're buried. There's like a map and which generations are buried where and which family members are buried where. And um, there's also Mum Bett who's buried there. She was known as Elizabeth Freeman, but she is the uh, African-American slave who sued her owner for her freedom and won uh-huh. in the court of law and helped abolish slavery in our state. And her lawyer was a Sedgwick, and she went to work for the uh-huh. She's buried in the circle as well.
2: Oh, that's cool.
3: Sounds like a
1: road trip, huh?
2: Oh, yeah. We need to go back out there. That would be cool. We should go back out to uh, Venford Hall, too. That would be neat.
1: That was fun. That
2: was was a cool place. Oh, okay. So I just put that link up on our page for the Sedgwick Pie. It's really interesting if you want to just scoot on over there and read it. And there's um, a picture. Oh, yeah. I'd love to go to this cemetery.
1: So there you go. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, anyways um, Jennifer, you, you also have a, uh, an interest in the paranormal as well, right?
3: Yes, I do. I've I've been to Ventford. I've been uh, with you guys. With Boon, um, yeah. And when we went to Gettysburg on a family vacation, my daughter and I went with a paranormal group out there to a house and did an investigation and. Oh. Um, right now Hancock Shaker Village is doing it's just the tour where they bring you in the buildings but my daughter and I went on one of uh, the first that they've done and they tell you of all the sightings that have happened in the village there
1: Oh where is that
3: Um Hancock Shaker Village is actually on the border of Pittsfield and Hancock
1: Is that up that same way as the yep. Sedgwick thing Yep mm-hmm. Oh and road trip I'm
3: telling <laughs> And yeah. I've been to um okay. The Mount, which is Edith Wharton's house, she Mm -hmm. wrote The Age of Innocence, and um, they do um, walkthroughs where they tell you about the hauntings there as well, and they have some great pictures from visitors, one that actually looks like Edith Wharton sitting at her desk like a shadow of her. Get out. No, I'm not kidding. They have it on their website, too. Cool. And she has a dog cemetery at her house. She buried her dogs on the property and they all have headstones her and uh the people she sold the house to that so there's like five or six dog graves including one
1: for
2: do, a do dog have,
3: named Toto
1: Do they have tail, tailstone too?
3: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and so what what got you curious about the the paranormal, Jennifer?
3: Um well I think everyone who, almost everyone who's interested in the paranormal has a um, personal experience, and Uh I was a teenager, and I grew up in one of those refurbished mills, like an old paper mill, and we lived in a row house, and I had, as a teenage girl, I had, you know, 1990s, early 90s, I had those, like, white masks that you'd get that looked like mines that were on the wall and they were all hung on like j hooks and one morning i woke up and they were all laid perfectly on the floor oh on the way they should have been on the wall and i i'd been kind of spooked out in my bedroom before as a teenager and like felt like there was something there and that just really freaked me out because even though I had two younger sisters like the time it took to take these off the wall and lay them on the floor in the exact way and both my sisters were younger mm-hmm. so neither one of them would have had the time or the patience or been tall enough to do it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow and so um but I always grew up in a family where you know my my grandmother claimed not to believe in ghosts but then would have these spiritual beliefs that came over from the homeland that her parents brought with them from Austria and Italy and would be like, Oh, well that penny means that so and so's thinking of you and they just died mm-hmm. or you know, smell that, that look that's the smell of so and so as they walk through the house. He was always telling us things like that, like, these are signs from the other side.
2: Right. But they didn't and, believe. Okay.
3: <laughs> right. They didn't believe, but here's, like, 20 things that are different. <laughs> and uh, my, my grandmother recently passed away, and before she had died, she had said that she was waiting for her mother and her brother to come get her. Um mm-hmm. And so the day that she passed away, I actually thought I saw my great-grandmother standing on the sidewalk waving to me as I drove to work because my place oh. of business is near the hospital that she was at. Mm-hmm. And I had seen her the night before and knew that she was, you know, not responding well. Wow. And so that Did afternoon, oh, I sorry, got a go phone call that she had passed and was not surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. do you know that that is the number one sighting of spirits? Is what I call messenger ghosts, and that's someone who has just died or someone who uh, who is uh, passing, and and they come back to uh, sh- to see you to either let them know that you're okay or just to see that you're okay. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's that's the number one sighting. If you listed you could list all the sightings, that would be the number one sighting. Uh, and people will tell you that that don't even believe in ghosts. Uh, mm-hmm. That they say, well, you know, I I thought I saw. I you know, I don't believe in ghosts, but you know what? I, I my uh, my mother-in-law died, and I swear I saw her. You know, it's like so. Yeah, yeah. it's that's not unusual really. But I have to tell you an interesting story that happened. Uh, we've been doing these uh, red light seances uh, every first Tuesday for. Over two and a half years now, and uh, basically we get a group together up at uh, VZ, and we we do a a red light seance that is primary physical mediumship. we do have a mental mental as well. Well, last night, I was in the circle uh, I actually tried to stay out of it, but they they call me in and, and uh, so I went in the in the circle which we sit around all around the table, and then I got this vision of all these almost like a crowd of people that was waiting for someone. And I I have no idea, right? I just set it out there. I'm really seeing this crowd of people that's waiting for someone. Does someone just recently pass uh, that, you know, of at the table anyone, because, and as it turns out, the, the woman across from me, uh, her, uh, father-in-law, uh, actually went into uh, what do you call it died on the operating table and oh. back yep yeah and then as soon as that I saw that and they were all smiling so I knew it was him and, and I, there was more to it to that as well but mm-hmm. it's so weird what comes through on these but yeah I, I kind of believe that when we do pass there are other people waiting for us to to move on. I remember one of the first shows back I did on uh, the radio station we were talking about in the beginning of the show. And we had uh, a teacher on who uh, taught grief management to uh, hospice care workers and and E N T doc EM- ER doctors, uh, and she said uh, she had done a lot of work in in the uh, the child to hospice, and they told us many a times that that these children would see grandmothers and stuff there that who have passed, and mm-hmm. they'll see them there, and and they they they, they're not afraid of them. They're just, you know, right. they, they are. Yeah. So wow. it's it's an interesting thing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to carry on, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But okay. Yeah,
3: it's, it's, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so, you know, my, my personal experience as a teenager and my love for local history was like the perfect combination when they were looking for someone to go to the Houghton Mansion and hang out with Josh and, and you. That so. was.
1: <laughs> so it worked out fine <laughs>
3: yeah and you know um, I was there with Tom when uh, his wife had the camera come off her neck and like her flash fly across the room and the batteries oh. go everywhere
1: mm. yeah. so, wow So I was going to ask you when you've gone on, on these what has what is, is that been the, the greatest experience you had I know you've like you said Bedford Hall and a few other places was that the the most dramatic experience that you had?
3: You know, um, it was funny because I had been in the mansion a lot of times and had seen things happen to other people mm-hmm. and had felt cold spots, but um one of the last times I was there we were up in my friend and I at the time were up in Witter's room and we were we were talking and recording, and I had done a lot of research, and I said to him, is your name really John Winters? Because there was mm-hmm. evidence that he had changed his name, and there was actually things I'd found in the newspaper that, you know, after he had committed suicide, that mm-hmm. his mother showed up and tried to get his money. Oh, and wow. it was revealed that, you know, he actually had, like, a small fortune at the time, like, Did he really? It was $20,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, he had all these stocks and bonds because he had just lived with the Houghtons for like 20 years and just invested his money in railroad stock and stuff. But so she showed up and had to prove that his name was John Winters. So when we were in the room, I said, is your name really John Winters? I know you're really John Winters. And at that time... My camera was ripped off my neck <gasps> and thrown oh, on the ground. No. My camera was actually broken while it was there,
1: and my no. friend had
3: taken pictures of my neck where you could see where the strap had been pulled really hard.
1: Oh and my
3: god! You can see the mark.
1: Wow! You're kidding me. That's the end of the show? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Well, she didn't come on till halfway through. I know, but that <laughs> went so fast.
2: Should have brought her at the
1: beginning. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, some people have lives, unlike no, I know, I know, I know. Anyways, <laughs> Jennifer, is there anything you want to add? Because believe it or not, that was the pizza, the bell, which mean, I mean, the doorbell, which means pizza from the dead and so, you know, We've got a couple of minutes left, so.
3: Right. Um, you know, I've just had a great time. The times I've been with you on on investigations, and just, you know, I think. That people can learn a lot from even just going to their local cemetery and, and reading some of the gravestones. Oh yeah, because sometimes people just have their life written on that stone.
2: They do.
1: And, and they really you, do. you're so lucky too because you do the research and and that is that is so so important. A lot of people just go on the freaking internet and that's it. But mm. I know that you do your own, your own research and and you know the information you come up with is you know it, it's not always what's on the Internet. There's so much junk out there, and people just grab it, and that's it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've learned some great stories from some of the research I've done. Like, there was a um, one of the people who lived on the land that the Holt Mansion's on now. Um, he died from custard poisoning, but there was rumors that <sighs> his mother poisoned him with arsenic. Oh, custard my
1: poison. goodness. Yes. That <laughs> can catch you. <her>. I- <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we do have to go, so uh, yep. you know. Thanks for having wanna, me. No, if you ever want to come on the show again, and and uh, you know, get, contact me through uh, Facebook. Ronald Kollick on Facebook, and uh, we can arrange okay. something. But thank you so much for joining us today. It was really interesting, and and I do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to do that.
3: Oh no problem. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. <laughs> you have a good night. Thanks. You too. Nice to talk to you. Bye. So there's the end of the show. So remember, tune in next week when we'll be joined by the hottest working man oh, in the boy. paranormal, Jeff Belanger. Ooh-hoo. And we'll also be introducing a new uh, feature to the show as well. Uh, so tune in next week and catch it all. Tune awesome. it, Good night. Oh, wait, but don't forget Spirit of course, at the end of the month. That's go right. com. The letter N, the letter E, GhostProject.com. Good night and God bless. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody.